Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Father, we love you so much, and we just thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We pray that you would open our ears and our hearts to hear what you would say today. And we love you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so man of war. Man of War, every time we do one, we have, we've had Walk the Plank. We've done a whole bunch of different ones for pirates. So this one's Man of War. Man of War is a warship. It was armed, heavily armed. It had cannons, and it had all kinds of weapons. And so what it was was a heavily armed ship. So what we're going to talk about today is the armor of God in correlation to that, okay? So, all right. I actually love the book of Ephesians. I'm going to put this over here because I have a prop for later. So I love the book of Ephesians, and that is where the armor of God is actually talked about. But what I love about the book of Ephesians, it has a progression to it. First, it talks about in the first couple of chapters, it talks about our standing, who we are in God, what God has given us, that we're accepted in the beloved, that we're his children. It talks about that we're his heirs, that we're redeemed and that we're forgiven. And then in the second part of it, it talks about what we do. He talks about our walk as a believer. So it's we're to walk in unity, in wisdom, in peace, in forgiveness, in love and maturity. It talks about marriage. It talks about parenting. It talks about kids. And then in the last part, it talks about the authority that we have been given in God. So the cool part is when you think about it, it's like, okay, so we're taught who we are and how to stand up and then how to walk as a believer and then we're talking about the authority. So we're going to break this down really quick. We're going to read a little bit of scripture. We're going to read all of the whole thing of the armor of God. But what I love about this book is that in chapter 6, verse 10, it starts with in conclusion. So you're like, okay, in conclusion of what? Inclusion of figuring out who you are and how I want you to walk. I want you to also know how to walk in the authority. So here it is listed. So in Amplified, I like the Amplified like lots of words, I'm a girl, so I like lots of words. Okay, so we're going to start off. Verse 10, it says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. And then it says, put on the whole armor of God, the armor, the heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the dark age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. That actually is the King James Version. Forgot about that. I switched that one out because it was too long in the Amplified. Verse 13, it says, Therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger, having done all that the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Verse 14, stand therefore, hold your ground. Having tightened the belt of truth, here it is, the belt of truth around your loins, having put on the breastplate of integrity and right standing with God. And having shod your feet in the preparation to face the enemy with a firm-footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced. I know it's a lot of words, but hang tight. We're going to break this down. It's going to be awesome. Produced by the good news of the gospel of peace and lifting up over all the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench every flaming missile of the wicked one. And then take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit that wields, the sword that the spirit wields, which is the word of God. Okay, what I want you to notice is everything is a piece of armor except for one. And one is a weapon. One is a sword. 
And every piece of armor that we have been given by God is born from the sword. It is born from the weapon. It is the word of God. It's how we know truth. It's how we know righteousness. Watch this. We're going to break it down. Okay, the belt of truth. I love Ephesians. Sorry, I'm a little giddy. Belt of truth. It says, therefore, stand and hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins. Okay, so the loins, they talk about the thigh. The thigh represented back then authority. It talked actually about a well-balanced walk. If you had your, if your loins, if you girded your loins, you had a balanced walk. So when you think about the armor of God, if you need a balanced walk, we're going to talk about the, the truth, right? Girding your loins with a belt of truth. The truth is the word of God. It's the sword, right? So where we learn our belt, where we are tightening our belt, we're tightening God's truth around us so that we get a well-balanced walk, right? It also talks about where we get our authority. Having, um, it says, the belt played a crucial role in the effectiveness, I love this, of a soldier's armor. It was the belt that held the scabbard where the sword went. So your belt, when you tighten it around you, it holds the truth. So I love this. Okay, watch this. Okay, I was thinking about it because I thought, okay, my belt, I, I, I don't know exactly how they had it, and they talk about the thigh and all that stuff in the olden days, but I'm thinking when I tighten a belt, I tighten it around my waist. So I was thinking about my core. And so I thought, okay, broke it down. Core, it's character, obedience, reverence, and excellence. Okay, from the word of God, I get to figure out who I'm going to walk and be. I'm going to get to see what my character, what I'm going to choose when I read God's word. Okay, and then you have the, oh, obedience. It's where I learn what he wants me to do, not do, where I learn all that stuff. Then there's reverence. I learn the fear of God in his word, but it all comes from the word. And then there's that spirit of excellence, right? It's what you do. It's how you act. It's how you respond instead of react because we all get to learn those things, <laughs> right? And I just think, okay, so that is when I have the God's word, it says to tighten it. And I'm thinking if you tighten the word of God around you, you're going to have a great core, right? You're going to have that character, that obedience, that reverence, that excellence of God when you put it around you. Okay, then the next one. We're going to scoot through these really quick because I have some other stuff. Okay, so breastplate of righteousness. Where do we learn our righteousness comes from God. Where do we learn that from? We learn it from the sword. We learn it from the word. Every piece of armor is built. It comes straight out from the sword, the word of God. I love it because it tells us who we are. I, I like it how it said in the Amplified. It said the breastplate of integrity and right standing with God. We get to learn who we are, what we do, who we are becoming, right? Because how many know it, this is a progression? We get saved and we get to learn all about him. We get to walk. Okay, the next one. Our feet are shod with a gospel of peace. Okay, how many know that sometimes when you walk through stuff, you're like, mm, God told me to go here. I'm a little bit afraid. But he said that if we walk the way that he wants, we'll have peace. He's the prince of peace. Word of God, Jesus is the word. Getting the correlation here? So if we're going to have the gospel of peace with us, we have Jesus with us because he is the word of God, it says. So when we take a step and we're afraid... Like, wait, my head's going to be afraid. My head's afraid a lot. And there's God just like, just do what I say. Trust me, I got you. I'm like, okay, I got this. So I walk afraid, but I have this inner peace. You know that, that scripture that says, a peace that passes all understanding because your head's going, girl, what are you doing? And your feet are going, no, no, we got to go this way because my feet are shod with the gospel of peace, right? Okay. So then we have the shield of faith. Where do we learn faith? From the word of God, from our sword. Oh, Okay. It's so gorgeous. Okay, I'm just going to keep scooting because I know my time is short. The next one's helmet of salvation. 
Where do we learn how to get saved? From the Word of God. When we hear the preaching, it's the Word of God. It's the truth of God's Word. It's where we learn it. Okay, and then the last one. Uh, it's our weapon. The sword of the Spirit. It says the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God. Wield means to hold a tool or a weapon in your hands so that you are ready to use it. It says to exercise in power, influence, authority to rule or dominate. That is what, we have an enemy that's fighting against us, and God says that we have a sword to rule and dominate, to take authority over. Amen? I love this. It says, uh, I actually got this, I was like, oh, that is so good, Father. But um, he told me, he's like, you know, you were not born a great sword fighter, but when you were born again, you were all handed a sword, and you need to learn how to use it. I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, I hear you. But, okay, so now we've got this beautiful thing in Ephesians where it says, you know, do this, da-da-da, and the feet shine. It's, okay, but, that, you know, and I, I don't want to, like, it's not something that we recite. It's some, these are instructions, right? Because sometimes we recite the armor and we think, okay, I'm ready for the day. It's like, no, no, no. You break it down. This is how we learn how to. It's like, figure out what your righteousness is. You go back in the Word. You figure out what it is. You go learn about it. You go read about it. We have to have the Word. It's not just a list that we recite. It's something that we need to learn and grow in. We must take time to know what the Bible says. You got to take it to know what it says about you, your authority, your God, your life, your family, your future, right? Your sin, oh, right? Because he says it's a mirror. It's going to show us what we're going to do, our purpose and destiny. We need to know how to wield our sword because it will guarantee victory. Amen? Okay, what I want to do is talk about really quickly the three things that the Spirit wields. And one of them is God's promises. Okay, so we're just going to go over one really familiar one. I'm just going to break it down because, you know, promises from God, usually they come with a requirement, a condition, something we have to do on our part, right? So we're just going to do Isaiah 40, 31. Watch this. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint or become tired. Okay, so our part is that we wait. And, okay, so how many of us, though, when we have a problem, we're like, oh, when is God going to come through? You're like, you get irritated, right? Okay, that, that's not the waiting on the Lord that he's talking about. He means to wait patiently, to wait with an expectation that he's going to come through for us because that is the God that we serve. Amen? All right. It means to pause for an interval of time. Sometimes I hate hearing that, but it's like, okay, waiting just means like, okay, so am I done? But he's like, hang tight. I got this. And then he says he's going to renew my strength. He's going to exchange it. Actually, I love this because it says he will change and renew the strength. He's not, I'm not going to do it in my own strength. I'm going to do it in his. You know, some of us can think that we're self-made men and women, but we're not. We cannot do this life on our own. I'll tell you this. Every gift and talent, you're like, well, I can do this. I can do this. Every gift and talent that you have came straight from God. So you still need him to walk out this life. Amen? We need to put our hope in him, not our spouse, our boss, our pastor, sorry, no, <laughs> ourselves, our ability, or our talents. We cannot put our trust in ourselves, our hope in ourselves, because we will fail. We put our hope in him, 
and we trust him, we wait on him, and he said, you do what my word says, you wait on me, I will renew your strength. You don't have to do this on your own, I'll, I'll do it with you, amen? That's just one thing, okay? So then here is another thing that God says. Okay, so one, the thing that the sword affords us, the word of God is his promises. The next thing is his principles. Okay, and I kind of flipped out with this one. My son and I actually looked at this a long time ago and we're like, dude, this is so cool. So the second thing is his principles. Okay, I love this because the definition of principles means discretion or finesse. I'm like, what? I'm talking about the sword? And it means finesse? Like what? I thought that was so cool. So principles also mean value, belief, and code. Okay, you guys are gonna love this. This is like so stinking cool. My son knows what's coming. Um, a sword fighter has a code of ethics. I, actually, we, we were geeking out. Okay, my son and I, we looked up like, okay, a fencing code. Okay, these guys who have those little skinny things and they have a little ball on the end and they have the little white suits and they're going like this, they're not even really sword fighters. And they just start like tapping each other. They're not, I mean, you can't even get hurt with those things. Anyways, so, but they have this amazing fencing code and I'm just gonna read you a few of these things. But because it says finesse, it means skill in handling a difficult or highly sensitive situation. Okay, right? Okay, wait. So this, because you know, those guys have finesse, right? So here's a fencing code of honor. But what I want you to do is when I read these, I want you to see them as thinking about it as if, you know, it's a, a word of God, like a, a being a Christian. Okay, just, you'll see. Okay. I only did a few of them. It says, I will work tirelessly. Okay, this is their fencing code, okay? I will work tirelessly to be my best, for defeat is my fault and my, my fault alone. Because why? Because God says he guarantees victory in our lives, right? Okay, watch this. When you think about it according to the word in the Christian life that we're to live, watch the next one. I will proceed virtuously as I represent my club, which is our church, right? My coaches, my teammates, and my country, we serve a kingdom, a God in a kingdom, right? We have teammates. Okay, watch this one. I will remain humble and hungry in my greatest victories and my most devastating losses. I will never be complacent. Aren't these good? I will give 100% in training because when I am not, someone else is, and when we meet, they will win every time. It is my duty. Oh, these are the ones I love. Okay, wait, watch. Okay, it is my duty to help the weakest links in my club to become the strongest. Right? We're family. We get to do this life together. Okay, wait, the next one, okay? And then it is my duty to inspire the youth in my club to love fencing as I do. Okay, I'm in love with my Bible because I know that it's Jesus. He said he is the word of God. Amen? So if I teach others to love fencing, to learn sword training, as I do, we get to inspire those around us, our family, right? Our kids. I love being the pastor of the kids. We have way too much fun in there. But I am so hungry for them to want Jesus and to want, to want his word. Amen? Okay, just two more. It is my duty to open my ears and my heart to the veteran teammates. That means for every generation, we either, I've got people older than me, I've got people younger than me. I get to inspire these, and I get to make sure that I've listened to somebody else who's gone before me. Amen? Okay, look at this one. I do not need praise. I do not need sympathy. I do not need to be coddled. My strength comes, okay, now remember, we're thinking as a Christian. It says, my, their fencing code says, my strength comes from my belief in myself. Well, we know it's Jesus. That, that's where our belief is. And my belief in myself comes from knowing I gave my all. 
we, we need to give our all. We need to give it to God. Amen? We have principles and a code to live by, and it comes from the Word of God. You will have battles. We all will. But we are guaranteed victory if we stick in His Word and hang out with Him. Amen? Okay. So promises, principles, the last ones, plans. Plans mean strategies, function, purpose. Okay, so when, we start, when I first got saved, I wasn't a great sword fighter. I didn't know where to read even in my Bible. So it's like God knows your journey. He knows where you're at. He knows how dedicated you are, right? But it's like all I have to be, all I have to do, he said, just do what you know. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? It's like just whatever you've learned in him, just start there. Because, you know, when I, I think of these fencing guys, they, the kids sit, they sit there and they go like this, like forever, right? And after they learn to do this, then they, I don't know, they do this. I don't know. But it's like they add to their skill, right? So they add to their skill. So it takes, just start where you are. Just start where you are. Add and do what you're supposed to do. And then just keep going. Amen? Okay. I got my little props here because, you know, I'm kid packing. That's what we do. All right. So just because I have a sword, chicka, 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 I have a sword. How cool is my sword? Don't you love my sword? Don't I look cool with my sword. If I had an enemy right now, I would not win because I do not know how to use this thing. <laughs> okay. This is a sword. So is this. And if it collects dust on my shelf and I don't open it, when trouble comes, when an enemy comes, I will not know what to do. Right? We need to open this thing, read it, love on it. I've loved on mine a little too much, sorry. It's my special one. Okay. I don't want to be a lazy learner. You know what? I'm going to get afraid, but I've been offered courage in his word, right? I was a small thinker. I was super insecure, but you know what? God has offered me wisdom, and all I have to do is open this thing and read it and pour myself into it. I was ineffective in a lot of areas in my life, but God said that he has infinite power, and all I have to do is get this on the inside of me. That's all I got to do. Look at this. This is the last of it right here. John 10.10. 10. I want you to catch this because this one to me was huge when I saw this. It says, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. And I came, Jesus, Jesus said, I came that they may have and enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Okay, the enemy, it says, he comes too. He has an operative. There is no backing down. Jesus said... I come that they may. It's an opportunity. It is not a guarantee. But he said, I come that they may have it because it's right here. And you will have it if you open this book and put it on the inside of you. Amen? I don't want to just be the may. I want to be the yeah, I'm going to have this on the inside of me. Because we have a lot to do on this planet. We've got people to win. We've got little ones to grow up. And show them what God looks like. Show them what love looks like. I've got older people to learn from. I just want to. I just want to grow. I don't ever want to stop growing. My 35th birthday for being spiritual. Okay, I'm not 35. Whatever. I know you know that. But for being saved was last Sunday. 35 years. Okay. 
But I want another 35 years, and I don't plan in five years to be who I am today. I want, I want to know Him more. I want to know Him more. He's a good God. A sword was born, Jesus, to save and equip us. And armor was born from that sword to give us victory over every area in our life. And you were born for such a time as this. Amen. To wear his armor, to carry his name, to get more family in this place. Amen. To win back a treasure of lost souls. To have victory already over an already defeated foe. Amen. I just want to learn how to carry the sword that he's given us. Amen. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.